Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Today we're going to cover a tough question, how do I say the word no gracefully? This episode is a bonus episode on how to manage your time effectively, and we know that if you get comfortable with saying no, you'll do a much better job with managing your time. We're going to cover how to politely decline project requests, even if they're from your boss, and how to turn down a job offer without burning bridges. Listen, there was a movie that came out a while ago called Yes Man, in which the main character loses the ability to say the word no, and chaos ensues. I have always identified as a yes man, someone who says yes no matter what, regardless of if it's going to drive me crazy or not. By the way, I highly recommend that film. It's it's actually pretty inspiring. But I know a lot of us are not saying the words no because we are afraid. We're afraid to burn that bridge and we are afraid of how this is going to make us look. Well, we're going to dive a little bit into this episode here with our past guest, Matilda Charnetska. She knows just how to say no, especially when it comes to our job offers and dealing with our bosses. So let's kick right into it. This is a fun episode and you're not going to want to miss out. Let me ask you this right now, because I know that there's a reason why this whole saying no thing is a problem. And and that's because it's hard sometimes. So in your opinion, Matilda, why is saying the word no so difficult? Saying no is difficult because we're largely socialized to be agreeable, to be cooperative. You know, there's there's all these studies that are coming to the surface, especially now in terms of the effects of loneliness on physical health. And loneliness can be as dangerous to physical health and can lead to as many complications, which is crazy to think about. That's so frightening. I want to kind of just give some people some solutions who may feel like they're lonely. I don't want to create a whole tangent here, but what are some things that people can do during this time to make themselves feel connected? Identify what makes you personally feel connected and who you feel connected to. And I think there's a lot of of research that shows that gratitude and expressing appreciation for people is really improves the the happiness and the well-being of the person who expresses that gratitude or that appreciation. It's really important more than ever to nurture those connections and to really let people know that you appreciate them and, and be specific as to why and what impact they've had on you. Yeah, I love that. I think that's that's such good advice because it's really hard during this time. I know I in particular was having a tough time when it first started happening. But one thing that I will say that all of this has given me in a positive way is I have been able to connect with people who I haven't talked to in years and it has fostered that sense of connectedness. And I felt like I've just been able to, to just make that kind of thing happen. But you are right. You have to be proactive because as really busy people who need to manage time, like this is also one of the things that we need to balance with all of the other work related things we're doing. So I think that's great. So let's go back to saying no, though, because that's I'm going to need to say no to some things in just a few days now. But how can I say no to projects or things that people want of me because they may overburden kind of what's going on in my schedule? Absolutely. 
So the most important part of saying no is to acknowledge the request and appreciate that uh, that someone thought of you. So you might say, you know, if, if you just really don't have time, uh, you know, you can say, I really appreciate that, that you thought of me for this opportunity. Right now, my focus is on X and I just don't have the bandwidth right now. But, you know, maybe we can reconnect in the future when I might be able to prioritize this. You might, you know, if, if it's something that you can recommend somebody else for, um, then that can be a win-win. So maybe you can say, I don't personally have the bandwidth for this right now, but, uh, you know, I have a colleague who has a similar skill set, or I know someone who uh, is looking for these kinds of opportunities. Would you like an intro? So that could be a possibility. Is there, um, I don't know how specific you want to get, but, um, you know, I feel like we're kind of talking in generalities, but if you want to get specific, we can workshop. What if this person's your boss? That is the only question because I've been using that for past partner or for people who are like reaching out like salespeople or maybe even people in my company who work underneath me. But what if the dynamic is this person is your superior? Yeah, that can get a little bit trickier, but not undoable. So the way to do that is to come at it kind of more from a, a partnership in terms of obviously your supervisor wants you to be productive and wants you to get things done and you want that too. So uh, so you can kind of say, hey, you know, um, can we look at some of the priorities that that I'm working on currently? Can we look at them together? There's so many moving pieces and I just want to just really want to budget my time so everything's completed. And, you know, that might mean hitting pause on something so I can focus on my energies on this new project or focusing on, you know, or maybe seeing if this new project uh, is the top priority right now or is the priority in the next quarter. So let's look at this together uh, and see how we can make sure that this all fits in based on the priorities that you see. Yeah, absolutely. Like just the way you said that right now is like something that I would do personally. The way you said that is a lot more elegant than would have come out. So I imagine I'd have to practice these things a few times, but it's almost like this indirect approach, but you're looking to really make sure that you're on the same level and that you're aligned with whoever your boss is. I just think that's great. You're on the same team. Let's just say it at the end of the day. And the last question I have in regards to saying no is, let's say I'm a job seeker and I just received a job offer. However, it's something that I don't want because maybe I got a better job offer or the value isn't attractive enough. How do I say no to that job offer? Yeah. To preface saying no to a job offer and really to any opportunity, you always want to maintain a positive relationship because you just never know when you'll cross paths again. And especially in the context of job offers, people, uh, you know, people move jobs quite regularly. So the person who you're saying no to today might move to a company you really want to work at in the future. So you want to make sure to maintain that relationship. It's always, it's so important to decline job offers really gracefully. And so what you might say is, first of all, I think transparency is always really helpful. And so if you can give feedback to the company, I think that that's really valuable. But you might say something along the lines of, thank you so much for this offer. I've, it's been such a wonderful opportunity to to interview with you and to get to know a lot of the team members. Um, I really appreciate what the company is doing in terms of XYZ. Um, however, I, I don't think this is the right fit for me right now. Or however, 
I did receive an offer from another company and I think it's slightly more aligned with what I'm looking for. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to decline this one, but I hope that we can keep in touch and let me know if I can help you in any way in the future. And I'd love to to keep in touch. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have gotten to to know the team and, um, and really get to know your company. Fantastic. And is that through phone call or email? That's always through phone call. Yeah. Email is just so... Yeah, I know. We, we have this reluctance to pick up the phone, but it's so important. It's so important. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about like the, the most important conversations that I have when I'm really trying not to either burn bridges or to, to make sure that the relationship is an important thing that's either saved or maintained. I think phone calls or in person is just always the way to go. So much is really lost when it comes to those emails. So yes, yes. I have another fun fact, which is 80% of communication is nonverbal. So if you're sending an email, you're losing 80% of yeah. your tone, um, you know, the, the authenticity that comes through when you can have a conversation, they might want to say something to you or ask you a question. You're denying a conversation. You're denying that, that last final connection. You're denying closure in a sense, because the company has invested so many hours and as a result, so much money. If you think about the hourly rate, uh, of any given employee who has, interviewed you and prepared for the interview and then done a debrief meeting with other, you know, that's a lot of hours that were spent on you as a candidate. So have the respect for the relationship with that company to pick up the phone and have a conversation. Thank you so much. Matilda, you've been a fantastic guest and I can't, I think we're just helping a lot of people, especially people who are struggling with this whole time thing. So I want to hear time management or no time management. What is one piece of advice that's really helped some past clients of yours go through their own transitions? The most important thing is to look at the big picture and the long-term goals and to be really clear about what they are. There's any journey towards change, whether it's personal change or a career change, is going to have its its ups and downs. It's There's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be failures. There's going to be times of great disappointment. And being focused on what is the, the bigger picture, what is the purpose, and reframing those moments of challenge or moments of failure or rejection as I like to think of growth happens in the zone of discomfort. And another way that I've heard it phrased is uh, discomfort is the currency of your dreams. And so another thing that is, there's a certain number of bumps and rejections and failures that you need to experience in order to get to that place of success or of a job offer or whatever it is. And so one thing that some of my clients have found helpful in, in the career search context is there's a certain number, you don't know the number, but there's a certain number of rejections that you need to accumulate in order to cash them in for a job offer. So every time you get a rejection, you're like, yes, I am one step closer to acquiring that big bag of rejections that I can then cash in for the job offer to get the, to land the job that I want. Yeah. I love that. It, framing it as a positive thing. And I think so many people are scared of rejection, but the fact that the fact that you said that rejection is just a sign or discomfort is just a sign of growth, I think can reframe people's minds. So that way they're not avoiding the things that bring them rejection. They're actually 
actually embracing those types of things that are going to help them grow as individuals. So thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Okay. I want to hear how can people find out more about you? I know you have a website for career coaching, but what what's what's next for Matilda? Yeah. So definitely uh, you can pop by my website, matilda.me with a Y. So M-A-T-Y-L-D-A dot M-E. Uh, on email, I'm m at matilda.me. On Twitter, I'm at Matilda. And um, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, and for anyone who's interested, uh, you know, uh, feel free to, to email me. And I always offer a, um, a complimentary discovery session if I can help you on your journey towards a career change or on your journey towards uh, any other kind of transformation. I'd, I'd love to talk about how I can be of support of that. And then um, I can also, um, I, I think Chris, you and I talked about, we can put a uh, the, the quadrant that we talked about, the urgent, important matrix in as, as a download for, for your listeners. Ooh, gotta love freebies. Always helpful to get those handouts. Awesome. And as all of you know, I'm going to include this, uh, the website as well as the social handles of Matilda within the description of this podcast. So look out for that. Her name spelling is very unique. So make sure to check the description and then click into that, that link there. But Matilda, I can't thank you enough for doing both this and our, our bonus episode that listeners are going to hear in a little bit. But thank you so much for being on the show. I thought you were so informative and so helpful. It's been my pleasure, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That concludes today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I thought it would be almost ridiculous if I didn't acknowledge somehow what has been happening here in the nation, especially in regards to the incident with George Floyd, the police brutality incident. This is a very terrible thing that has happened that, of course, all of us know that is not a very good sign of progress within our nation. Don't want to get political here. That's not what I'm getting at here, but I can't emphasize this enough. We need to take care of the people within our nation. We need to take care of each other, especially those who have been marginalized, especially those brothers and sisters within our black community. You are not forgotten and know that you are a part of the people that I am trying to reach out to as well. And just can't emphasize enough that we need to make sure to take care of each other and love each other in the best possible way. That's a message that I do want to get across here on this podcast. So I just want to acknowledge the pain of those, especially within the black community right now. We are here with you at this current moment in time. And not to put a cheesy twist on this episode here, but this episode really case in point was about boundaries and about, about deciding for yourself what is right. So learn how in your own life to say no to people who are going against your values, against people who are oppressing you, and learn to do that also tactfully. That's another skill set in itself that I cannot teach you, but something that I invite you to look into over the course of your life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of our Career Warrior tribe and uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Take care. <laughs>